Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Well, hi, friends. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. You know, with all this stuff going on, what we saw today and and President Trump in Washington, D.C., being brought into a courtroom, uh, you know, we've got to realize, first of all, we are not the crazy ones. We are not the ones that have everything upside down. If everything seems to you like it's upside down and inside out and good is traded for evil and truth is traded for falsehood and the innocent are punished and the guilty go free, it's because everything is upside down and it's because good is being traded for evil and it's because the innocent are being punished and the guilty are being let go. You're not the crazy ones. The folks on the other side, the folks on the left, we have tyrants now in government power. Tyrants. This is not just a matter of, oh, we disagree with their policies. Oh, we've gone for a long time in America with a very legitimate way of working out disagreements about policy. We've gone for a long time. And we need to continue going along that way. We're not looking for a country where everybody agrees on everything. That's, first of all, never going to happen. And secondly, our founders gave us a mechanism to work out differences according to policy, allowing for free thought, free expression, free speech, allowing for ways of changing policy, and reigning in tyrants, and a system of checks and balances, and separation of powers, an opportunity to correct mistakes. Look at the big mistake we corrected in our country with the the reversal of uh, Roe v. Wade, for example, And, and, and any kind of Court decision can reverse mistakes that the court has made in the past. Legislative uh, changes can correct uh, laws that went wrong in the past. But now this is where we're looking at now is something completely different. We're looking at the destruction of the very system that allows for our freedom. You're not the crazy ones. We've got tyrants who are on the attack. We are in a whole different scenario now. And uh, a former president walked into a courtroom today. But you know what? It was the wrong president. It was the wrong guy. It was the wrong guy. The person who deserves the prosecution under the law is Biden. He's a foreign agent. Because in these very days, and you see the pattern, every time things break bad for the Bidens, whether it's new revelations about Hunter Biden that implicate Joe Biden, or whether it's some 
breaking testimony or documents or recordings that are released or whistleblowers that come forward or hearings that are held in Congress. Like right now with Devin Archer, the business partner of Hunter Biden, testifying in Congress. And we're really at the point now that the Bidens can't get out, out of this mess. Every time something like this really breaks bad for them, you have a tyrannical action against President Trump. Based on nothing, filled with lies, distorting the law, contorting the law beyond recognition, assaulting of the very freedom that we have, weaponizing the systems of government, and distracting the, the attention of the American public from what's going on with the Bidens. That's why I want to read two scriptures here to set the tone for our attitude of prayer, because we have to go into this with, uh, with deep prayer. We bring all the news to prayer on this program. Let me start with John chapter 18. We talk about truth on trial. When was truth on trial? It's when Jesus was before Pilate, right? Tells us a lot about ourselves. Let's read starting in verse 33. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? Let us pray. Lord, you are the truth. Your Son is the way, the truth, and the life. You have given truth to us to believe and to proclaim. You ask us to live according to the truth, and you have told us that the truth would set us free. Lord, we are living at a time in this nation where truth is turned absolutely, completely upside down and inside out. And Lord, we are asking you to preserve the sanity of our nation. Preserve us from the insanity of people denying basic realities of creation, like who is a man, who is a woman, who is a baby in the womb. Denying basic rights, like parents' right to educate their children or a baby's right to live. Save us from the insanity, Lord, that is turning all these things upside down. And that is taking the president, who has done more for this nation than anybody else, our safety, our prosperity, our freedom, the one who has done more for our nation on these matters than anybody else. 
and is trying to punish him. And meanwhile, turning a blind eye to traitorous actions, influence peddling, being a foreign agent on the part of the man currently in the seat of the presidency. Lord, this is insanity. And we ask you to deliver us and we ask you to enable us to shine the light in the darkness at this moment of our times and to give encouragement to all our brothers and sisters to take back this country. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Um, I really think that a lot of people right now who perhaps they've been concerned about the direction of the country. You find in polling, most people are concerned about the direction the country is going. But most at the same time sit on the sidelines and really don't get really involved in a sort of an emergency frame of mind. It's like, oh, I got to do this. This is life or death. This is, this is. But now we're crossing over. We're crossing over into that emergency state of mind. We're crossing over into, you know, people are sitting in their living rooms and all of a sudden they hear loud noises outside and yelling and screaming. They're, they're, they're impelled to get up. It's almost like they don't even have to make the choice to get up. They're, they're jumping up to their feet and going to the window, looking outside and seeing what's going on. There is a, in the psyche of America, for those who care about America, and people who care about America cross all political lines, all ethnic lines, all generational lines, that sound has, has, has happened. It's like something's not normal here. If they're paying attention, and if they have the slightest understanding of what freedom means, they've jumped up already. They're going over to the window. And now we've got to say to them, okay, here's what we do. We expose it, first of all. And then we vote these tyrants out of power immediately. So it really does boil down to the elections of 2023 and 2024. Just vote these people out of power. Don't even give a second thought to, oh, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't vote. There is no reason not to vote and not to get as many others to vote as possible. Overwhelm any kind of cheating that might take place. Overwhelm it with sheer numbers. What other way out of this are we going to use? And what's going on here um, recalls also Isaiah chapter 5. Let me read this particular passage. We've used this before uh, here on um, this show, starting in verse 20. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight, who acquit the guilty for a bribe and deprive the innocent of his right. Look, the things that are being heard in Congress right now show beyond, there's no doubt anymore that the Biden family is a crime family. It's a corruption family. Money has poured into this family. Hunter Biden has been acting as a foreign agent, and so has his father, doing favors for other countries in exchange for access to Biden so that American policy could be shaped 
to the benefit of those nations. We've reviewed on this program before all the things that China got out of Biden's uh, in, uh, influence peddling. And, and, and we see now the phone calls. You know, I talked to you yesterday about the fact that just Hunter just getting his dad on the phone. That's all. It, it's not about what they talked about. It's about here with his business associates. Look who I can get on the phone. That's influence peddling. And now you, you, you got those people's attention. Now, let's see what we can, let's see what we can do together. Ah, we'll give you plenty of money if you get him to do this or not to do that. Brothers and sisters, this is, woe to those who change good for evil. Punish the innocent, let the guilty go free. It's the Bidens who have to be hauled in front of a court. President Trump, on the other hand, I keep thinking of these pieces of paper that are here in front of me. You know, one of the most important one of the most important ways of responding to the nonsense that's going on here right now is to realize the other side, like the devil himself, are into distraction. Let's just distract people from uh, uh, the, the 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 Biden corruption family. Distract them from uh, distract their attention from them long enough so that they can continue to do their dirty work destroying America. And look over here at this completely fabricated plot. It's a fabricated plot. Not only do we have to shine a light on the absurdity of the plot, but then we have to shine a light on the real actions of Donald Trump, which are here on these pages. Let me, let me, let me look at both of those with you for a moment. The absurdity of the plot. We've gone through this before. You've heard it from other places, too. There's no crime here. This latest indictment, this purpose of bringing him into a courtroom today in, in the swamp in Washington, D.C., was based on nothing. Sure, you have words on the paper. They're not worth the paper they're written on from Jack Smith. He's, a, he's an absolute disgrace. He's an imbecile. Legally speaking, he has messed up more cases. The case he had against the former governor in Virginia was overturned by the Supreme Court. Nine to zero. Not a single one of those justices agreed with Jack Smith. And other cases that have resulted in hung juries and mistrials and reversals. And the guy is an idiot. But brothers and sisters, it... it Ask the simple question, what exactly is the crime at issue here? Can you identify it? Can you explain to somebody, if you were going to play devil's advocate and say, oh, well, okay, well, here's what President Trump did wrong. What did he do wrong? What did he do wrong? That's where the, the question has to start. There is nothing there. There's nothing there. People say, oh, well, he tried to overturn the 2020 election results. The election results are a matter of dispute. You don't beg the question and say, oh, he tried to overturn the results of the election. What results exactly? And precisely how did he try to overturn them? What in the world are you talking about? Oh, people disagreed about, yeah. And the Democrats disagreed about the outcome of the election of 2000. 
and of 2004 and of 2016. Do they have a right to dispute the outcome of the election? Yeah, everybody does. Everybody has a right to their opinions and they can voice those opinions. And furthermore, Congress provides a mechanism of resolving those disputes. The Electoral Count Act, you, you, you see the Democrats using it all the time. I object to the, to the counting of the votes from this state because of whatever irregularity or, or problem that you might see and might want to look at. President Trump was using exactly the same right that every American has to both speak his concerns and to initiate processes to properly address those concerns. Conversations, phone calls, even peaceful and patriotic protests, not organizing violence. He didn't tell people to go storm and do violence at the Capitol or interrupt a proceeding. He did no such thing at any point in time. It was the farthest thing from his mind. The point is that there's nothing here. You start criminalizing the fact that somebody objects to the election, especially look how absurd it looks when the very people punishing somebody for objecting to the election are the ones who are on the other side of that election uh, looks pretty, it's a pretty bad look, especially for the United States of America. But brothers and sisters, everybody has the right to their opinion about a given election, its outcome, its fairness. Everybody has a right to debate that. So there's the fake scenario here that somehow there's been some kind of crime. There's been some kind of harm done. What harm was done? Was Biden pre prevented from go getting into office? Was this, is, that, is that what happened? What, what harm was done to America? Exactly what harm was done? People have got to wait, wake up out of the trance that they are in. So there's the fake plot on the one hand. Ooh, look over here, look over here. And the fake news media is, oh, they're ever, ever so obliging to turn people's attention to the fake plot. Here's the real plot. These are the accomplishments of the Trump administration. I submit to you that in these days, in these hours, at this time, while all this is unfolding, we bring people back to this. The unprecedented accomplishments. These are, what, 51 pages of small print accomplishments, line by line, not even talking about them in detail, just listing them for the good of America, for our freedom, for our economic prosperity, for conquering terrorism, for protecting us from the China virus, for uh, uh, helping our, our veterans and for, for our health care and for the education of students and the protection of free speech and uh, uh, getting America out of unfair trade deals and rebuilding the military, on and on and on and on and on and on and on it goes. If we were to read through these Brothers and sisters, we'd be here for hours on end, just naming the accomplishments. Where's the gratitude? Where's the reverence? I say reverence that is due to these accomplishments that helped every last single one of us, including the goons 
imbeciles and enemies of America who are persecuting President Trump right now, these accomplishments benefited them. Where's the gratitude? Where's the acknowledgement? Where's the reverence? Not only for these accomplishments, but for the person who led the way to make them happen. Where's the reverence for the team of people who made these things happen? ProLifePresident.com is where you can find this document. ProLifePresident.com. It's not just his pro-life accomplishments. That, that's my full-time work. That is a key element of these accomplishments. We're talking about accomplishments across the board. I want to invite you to deal with this matter currently by reminding people who it is that we're talking about here. And, 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 and to show in the light of this the absurdity. And absurdity is not even a, a, an adequate word. It's way too weak of a word to describe what is happening here. That the person who accomplished all this should be anywhere near any kind of accusation that he acted against America's best interests. Acted against America's best interests? The best interests of America were never advanced more strongly and convincingly by anyone as they were by President Trump. But this isn't even a political opinion. This is factual accomplishments. This is not opinion. These are facts. Bring people back to the... This is, re, this is the real plot. The fake plot, oh, he incited an insurrection, or he, he was uh, uh, trying to overturn an election. Overturn what? There was an election. It had a result. The result took effect, and some people disagreed with it. This is America, folks. We're dealing with a whole army of idiots that don't understand what America even is, and that have no idea about what free speech means. Free speech not only means that you can express the view that you have, but it means even if you lie, even if you say something stupid, and President Trump did not lie in this matter, or in any of these things that he's being accused about, but even if you lie, you haven't committed a criminal act by that very fact. Free speech, the right to free speech, also includes things that people say that may be stupid or not true or inaccurate. You can't have the government criminally enforcing a right way of thinking over a wrong way of thinking. It's not the role of the government. It should never be the role of the government. That's the fake plot. This is the true plot. Trump accomplishments. Unprecedented economic boom. The most prosperous economy, the most diversely prosperous economy. Poverty rates for African Americans and Hispanics reaching record lows. We can go on for hours and hours and hours. 
I'm not going to go on for hours, but a couple of a couple of points. The growth of family wages by thousands of dollars. Small business confidence hitting a new high. Regulations getting pushed out of the way so that people could build those businesses. Uh, Record low levels of unemployment in every demographic, in every community across our population. I mentioned about the regulations, the unfair trade deals, getting out of the job-killing Trans-Pacific Partnership and, and, and replacing NAFTA with the USMCA, um, getting out of the Paris Climate Accord, which uh, does great, great damage uh, to our country and puts us at a great disadvantage, imposing tariffs on hundreds of billions worth of Chinese goods to protect American jobs and prevent the abuses from China, the $28 billion uh, given to the farmers. Um, Oh, we can go on and on here. What about energy independence under President Trump? Unleashing our oil and natural gas potential, eliminating our dependence on foreign countries, becoming the uh, greatest net exporter of energy. Uh, America's workers and, and uh, families benefiting in, in unprecedented ways, advancing women's economic empowerment. And uh, again, the response to the, to the China virus, he led our country through a very, very uh, fearful time and was able to successfully get the collaboration of government with private industry in incredible ways. What about his response to... Uh, Terrorism. Al-Baghdadi and Soleimani. I, 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 you know, when we hear this, the, the word, the, when we hear the names of, of, uh, of absolutely incompetent uh, people who should be um, themselves on trial, like Jack Smith, do we forget about the names of al-Baghdadi and Soleimani? People with terrorist intentions towards Americans, and not just intentions, but actions. And President Trump responsible for, for, for protecting us from these people and getting them off the scene? The ISIS caliphate. Are we going to hear about the grand jury or the ISIS caliphate? We put those two terms together. Which one is going to come out of the mouths of the television hosts more frequently. What about the border? Securing it better than it has ever been secured in American history so that fentanyl and potential terrorists and gangs don't be coming across the border just unannounced and unidentified. What about taking the gangs which were in America the most vicious kinds of gangs and getting them out of the country, which is what he did. Get them out. 
the reverence, the gratitude, the recognition, the honor that should be given. What does the Word of God tell us about how we have to respond to people who do these kinds of things for us, for our children, for our communities, for our nation, for our freedom, for our security? The way that President Trump has been being treated, it's not simply about weaponization of government, two-tiered system of justice, lies, and, uh, wep- and, and targeting of a political opponent. It's about deep, deep ingratitude. I'm going through these pages here, standing up against communism and socialism throughout the world, advancing religious freedom in ways that have never been advanced at home and abroad, instituting practices by which the rights of believers in other countries were being protected by our president and his administration, a colossal rebuilding of the military, again, to keep us safe, serving and protecting our veterans in ways that go way beyond anything anybody else was able to accomplish. Um, helping the sick, right to try. How about right to try? People whose lives were saved that would not have been saved before. Advancements in in the pro-life arena. Remaking of the federal judiciary. Almost 300 federal judges who are in there now for life and who have given us tremendous victories at the Supreme Court level and at other courts, expanding educational opportunities. The support he provided for historical, uh, black, historically black colleges and uh, universities, combating the opioid crisis, the progress in seizing illegal drugs and punishing those preying on innocent Americans and stopping drug trafficking was absolutely unprecedented in the Trump administration. And we can go on for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And none of this is opinion. It's fact. And we should be sick and tired of this absolutely outrageous ingratitude. What a sham. What a disgrace. How the Democrat Party and its goons and its appointed political hitmen treat A former president, first of all, respect for the office itself should stop all this garbage. But when you talk about the office itself, occupied by somebody who did this, where in the world, we talk about gratitude and, and give honor where honor is due. And interpret for yourself. Put on your thinking cap for 10 seconds. I'm speaking to those on the, on, on, the, on the left. Maybe they don't understand even the words that I'm using. But how does it jive that somebody who did the things he did for America can possibly... I mean, how is it even realistically conceivable that someone who did the things that he did for America can possibly have the slightest intention of disrespecting this Constitution, 
or of arrogating power to himself. This is not about power for himself. He didn't even keep his own salary as president. He was giving it away to charity. How many of us are doing that? How many other presidents did that? And being willing to go ahead and endure once again all the attacks and all the, all the, the opposition. For what? He already had fame. He already had fortune. He already had a beautiful family, a beautiful life. Why did he run for president in the first place? He didn't need any of that. And then to be willing to do it again? After recognizing how ferocious the deep state is, how, how tyrannical the Democrat Party is, how destructive the fake news media are, and to have all these people aligned against you, not to mention the rhinos, the disgraces that they are, and then you want to do it again? Why? This is, this is the opposite of seeking to be a dictator, seeking power for yourself. Oh, he wanted to hold on to the reins of power. That's why he wanted to overturn the 2020 election. How about somebody who, as, how about as an explanation for all this, somebody who loves America, is willing to sacrifice for America, actually accomplished good things. You know what our Lord Jesus Christ said? You want to interpret what's going on here and figure out who's guilty, who's innocent, who's right, who's wrong? What did the Lord say? What was, what was the, you tell me, what was the standard that the Lord Jesus Christ gave to figure out in this highly polarized nation right now who's being led by the Spirit of God and who is, isn't? Who deserves our support and who doesn't? Who's doing good and who's doing evil? By their fruits, you will know them. Psychiatrists have a maxim too. Believe behavior. Believe behavior. What's the behavior of President Trump vis-a-vis -vis America? What is it? What are the fruits by their fruits you will know them. Jesus said, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit any more than a bad tree can bear good fruit. So you tell me, using the standard of our Lord Jesus Christ, and using the standard of psychiatrists for that matter, believe behavior, don't believe a person's word. Somebody says, oh, I'm not thirsty, I'm not thirsty, and meanwhile they're, they can't get their mouth out of the water fountain. They're drinking, oh, but I'm not thirsty. What are you going to believe? The words or the behavior? By their fruits you will know them. What's this? What is this? What is this? ProLifePresident.com 51 pages, small print. What is this? Is this the fantasy of somebody's imagination? I'll tell you what's the fantasy of somebody's imagination. That indictment that was handed down by Jack Smith. The indictment that was handed down by Alvin Bragg. The other indictment out of Florida from Jack Smith. This is the invented fantasy land. This is the reality. By their fruits, 
you will know them. Oh, where, um, where are Joe Biden's fruits? Anybody? Not a single accomplishment he made for America, aside from betraying her, enriching his family, selling influence to China, Ukraine, Russia, who knows what other countries. By their fruits you will know them. Dividing America like it's never been divided before. Weakening America like he's never been weak, weakened before. Embarrassing America like she's never been embarrassed before. Those are the fruits of Joe Biden. He's the traitor. President Trump is the hero. And that's why all this crap is going on. And that's why we need to see it for what it is, call it out for what it is, and work like we've never worked before to get these tyrants out of office. Out of office. Got to vote them out. You know, we've crossed over into a... Listen, it's, it, the die has been cast. We have crossed over into a police state. It's no longer looming, coming, threatening. A, no, no, it's here. Can we still get out of it? Yes. That window is closing. But it's time to get up off those couches, hear the loud noises, jump up, run to those windows, assess what's going on, and take action. Politically, constitutionally, but strongly. That's where we are, friends. We've got a foreign agent sitting in the White House. We've got a hero being indicted, going into court. They should bow in reverence and gratitude. The judges are sitting in these courts. They should be bowing their heads in gratitude. We only worship God. President Trump says that all the time himself. We're not talking about worship. We're not talking about idolatry. We're talking about reverence, gratitude. For somebody who has saved our country, saved our lives, who knows how many times, what he did in regard to the China virus, what he did in regard to the economy, what he did in regard to poverty and unemployment, what he did in regard to the border, what he did in regard to Soleimani and al-Baghdadi and ISIS caliphate, and all the rest. It's time, brothers and sisters, for us to be appropriately outraged for us to be speaking loud and clear, shouting from the rooftops, and make sure that we understand and that we assure our fellow citizens that we are the ones with our heads on straight and that it's the other side who've gone absolutely insane that we are the ones who are patriotic Americans and we know exactly what freedom is, and that they are the ones who hate it. They want to show their tyranny. They want to, they're, they're showing it. On, they're not ashamed of it. They're not, listen, they're not going to try to de debunk uh, what I'm saying here. They're not going to try to deny it. They're, they're beyond that. They are tyrants. And they're pushing it in our faces that we are in control. We can invent any kind of narrative we want. We can criminalize any kind of speech we want. We can throw anybody, haul anybody into court, throw anybody into jail, stop anybody from deciding elections. They are beyond the point of shame.
They are beyond the point of contradiction. They're not going to be convinced of anything. This is not about dialogue. We're not interested in entering into dialogue with these people. We're interested in defeating them, getting them out of power, getting them out of our way, out of the way of freedom, out of the way of America, out of the way of our families and our children and our businesses, out of the way of our churches and our children, out of the way, out of the way, brothers and sisters. We get them out. We defeat them. That's the way forward. People say, oh, but all there's too much division. There's too much disruption. There's too much drama. There's one way back to normalcy. There's one way out of the drama. And that's victory. That's victory. Brothers and sisters, that's the only way back to normalcy. Victory over these tyrants. Because they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop with this indictment. They're not going to stop with President Trump. They're not going to stop at anything until they're removed from power. And fortunately, our founders have given us a way out of this. They've given us the solution. Let's use it. The democratic process and this constitutional republic, this constitution and these elections. Let's pray. Father, we are just so angry and yet so trusting in you, Lord God, that your spirit will, will guide our actions, that our anger will provide us the energy to undertake those actions, Lord, that can mobilize, instruct, inform, awaken our fellow citizens, and vote these tyrants out of power. Lord God, this is the time. This is the time now for us to sound the alarm. This is the time we still can save our nation. But we are running out of time. But Lord, may the fact that things have gotten so bad, so absurd, such a, an exchange of evil for good and good for evil and darkness for light and light for darkness and bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, as your prophet Isaiah tells us, that may this wake people up like never before. Strengthen us, Lord God, in the tasks that you have given us. Open our mouths in the ways that you permit us, with the platforms that you put in our hands, with the tools that you provide us. May we have victory. And we pray now in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. All right, friends. ProLifePresident.com. Get this document there. You'll see a number of links there, but you'll see accomplishments of the Trump administration. Download it, print it out, read through every line of it to remind yourself of the things that we've got to be paying attention to, the real narrative here, the real plot, and remind your fellow citizens. Never mind about the, 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 the tyrants, they don't care. Well, I'm talking about the persuadable people that you and I know and remind them of the gratitude that we owe to President Trump and the reverence with which he should be treated. 
not this garbage we see going on. Thank you for what you're doing. I know you're doing a lot. I know you're praying for America, working for America, voting for America. Let's move forward to victory. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone. Thanks for joining us. I'm praying for America. Join us each weeknight, and we will talk to you soon. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.